On this 20th Wednesday in Ordinary Time, let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire labourers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You too go into my vineyard, and I will give you what is just. So they went off. And he went out again around noon, and around three o'clock, and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, he found others standing around, and said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You too go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Summon the labourers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus the last will be first, and the first will be last. This is the Gospel of the Lord. What's worthless, fleeting, superficial, short-term, is often more attractive than what's enduring, permanent, profound, long-lasting. Our spirit shies away from everything that implies an extra effort, a change, a deepening, and that's why it likes to take shortcuts, to remain on the surface, or at least not to choose those paths which seem more difficult. That's why we must ask God to set us free, to strip us of the vain things that may lead us to confusion and to getting lost in what isn't essential. We waste a lot of time on superficial things and we forget the essential things. We even argue a lot over vain and transitory things, both in our ordinary lives and within the church herself. There are people who love arguing and particularly arguing about vain things, forgetting that they're vain. Thus they end up laying emphasis on what isn't worthwhile. Between today and tomorrow, in glimpses of the Gospel, we'll listen to two parables about the Kingdom of Heaven. That's why I wanted us to briefly review the purpose of the parables that Jesus tells us. On the one hand, he speaks in parables because he wants us to understand a spiritual message, one that we can't easily assimilate because our senses don't have direct access. By showing simple examples, the Lord seeks to make his message accessible to our hearts. On the other hand, the Lord also tries to arouse our curiosity. He wants us to ask questions. 
He wants us to develop understanding so as not to stay on the surface. He doesn't explain absolutely everything so that we understand it from scratch. He also wants us to make our own path. And finally, the Lord also wants us to direct our hearts to what's eternal, to elevate our souls. He shows us the truth, but at the same time, he hides part of it from us so that we're encouraged to ask. Some things can't be so easily understood. That's why we need the help of God's grace. If you'll consider everything I've just told you, then I propose we try a different path today. Let's pose some questions so that we may also be encouraged to make a path with the word. Let's not expect everything to be explained to us. Jesus didn't do it that way. Remember, we can't expect a priest to tell us everything. I cannot be expected to tell you everything there is to say within an audio message. Instead, each of us needs to strive to understand and question what it is specifically that God is telling us. I'll leave you with some questions. How do we feel or react when we hear that this owner, who we know is God, gives himself the pleasure of bestowing the same payment to everyone, regardless of how many hours each person worked? What reaction or feeling does this produce? Answer this for yourself. Do we think that God's justice should be like human justice? Wouldn't it have been more just or fair that those who worked harder received more? What is God's justice? Does it make sense to try so hard if, at the end of the road, of the day, of life itself, we will all receive the same? And if at the end of life God gives heaven to all those who work for him, what does it matter if you were invited at the beginning, in the middle, or at the end of your life? Does it really matter? Could it be that the really important thing is to accept his invitation? Here's a last question. Did you ever get angry at God for being so good? Doesn't God have the right to be good? To do what he wants with his love? That's why only one who's poor in heart and thought can understand and accept God's way of loving us. Only those who can strip themselves of their own mental structure can accept that God's way of being, thinking and acting is so much better than ours. May we have a good day and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain forever.